are now listening to a Real Media Network production. to come about a minute by minute rewatch podcast of titanic here we are at minute 175 of the film i'm mike brace and i'm joined here with my wife so and uh, my sister ronica over the phone Hello. <laughs> hi there yeah, we uh, wanted to get Veronica involved, uh, seeing as this is one of the last episodes mm-hmm. of uh, the podcast. I just, we really wanted to get you back on. At, Hi, at Veronica. Hello. I forget, <laughs> you've obviously, tit- you've seen Titanic before. Long time ago, yeah. <laughs> did you like it? I did, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mike hated Titanic. Uh, yeah. I'm sure, though, like, watching it now, I'm so much more uh, skeptical, not skeptical, more of a skeptic of romantic-type films. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. unrealistic expectations of romance. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, always had, like, issues. I find, like, a lot of the writing's not great in the movie, and it's very, like... I don't know, there's just wall-to-wall dialogue in some scenes, and the pacing is, like, it, it feels really drawn out, the movie. Like, it doesn't need to be as long as it is. Like, I understand the format he was kind of going for, because, like, all the stuff in the past um, plays out in the same amount of time that it took the Titanic to sink, but it's just, like, yeah, you didn't need to do that. <laughs> like, you didn't... So I, the pacing, it just feels really drawn out, and and then other times it feels like, the pacing is just weird, but this, this having watched the film again like this, this is the most I've liked it. Not saying that I really like it, but like breaking it down, like there's some really, really great acting amongst, you know, some of the characters. And um, so I, I definitely appreciate it more now, having watched it like this. I still don't think it's really that great of a movie, to be honest, but, uh, and, and you know, just... There are definitely moments that I, I appreciate more, though, for sure. Um, uh, now, watching it over the phone, how... Uh, could you hear everything and kind of make it out at all? We, oh, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, it must... Uh, <laughs> so, do you want to break down the minute, then? <laughs> Give Jenna wow, a break? Um, I don't know if I can, Okay. Yeah, here, Jenna, we'll, we'll toss it back to uh, the resident break it down. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're we finished up the conversation with old Rose because they had just mentioned how, um, you know, there's obviously no records of Jack. And, you know, she goes on to say there wouldn't be wood there and that she has never even spoken about him until now. And um, the famous line of uh, a woman's heart is as deep as the ocean or secrets, something like that. I butchered it the last minute. Anyways, so then she goes on to say, again, one of my other favorite lines that I've always 
kind of, anyways, uh, is that, you know, now that you, you know that there was a guy named Jack and that he saved me in every way that a person can be saved and that she doesn't even have a picture of him and like he essentially only exists in her memory now. Um, so, you know, she kind of is getting a bit sad and choked up thinking about that. And then we cut to a shot of them because they're still down like in the ocean yeah. outside of the Titanic in the little dome submarine. Yeah, the little submersible. And so vehicle. you just hear some like talking over the radio just to announce that they're heading back up to the Keldish. And um, yeah, so they kind of fade away from the Titanic, just like Rose is done her story. They're done with the Titanic. And so they go back up. And then it goes to a shot of Brock is outside of the Keldish. And he's talking with Elizabeth, the granddaughter. And he's holding a cigar. And he's like, I was saving this for when I found the diamond. And then he just chucks it overboard because he knows he's, he's gonna never going to find it. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, that's where the minute ends. That's it's kind of interesting. He throws it out to sea, um, and you know, at the end of the movie, we all know mm-hmm. Rose throws the heart of uh, the ocean out yeah. to sea as well. So it's like, I don't know. It's just kind of symbolic, I guess. Like he's mm-hmm. throwing it in like his thing that he's been holding on to. Like yeah. this is my reward or whatever, and yeah. he throws it into the ocean, and then so does Rose. Like mm-hmm. she throws something that she's been holding on to for so long. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it odd, though, like, that she would have just randomly kept that gift <laughs> from her ex-fiance? That's, That's what I said a yeah. couple minutes so ago. Long. I was like, yeah. what's the meaning of holding yeah, on to it? Like, that? it's not something Jack gave her. Mm-hmm. It's like, the thing, like... Her, it symbolizes her relationship with Cal. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know. Maybe she was holding out for a rainy day in case she had to go pawn it. I don't know, but... Mm, yeah, it could have been... Yeah, could it have been something where it's like, you know, people will staple or, or tape their first $100 bill or something to the wall and yeah, be like, yeah. this is... <laughs> a reminder like, yeah, a reminder. like what I've overcome, Yeah, maybe. I guess. Maybe. Maybe. Something like that. It's, it's just, I don't know, the way she kind of gives up and throws it into the ocean, it, it you would think, without having any other context, that it was something that connected her, I guess, in well, a way, you know to Jack. But it does. It does kind yeah. of, because con- she, you know, the picture of her was drawn right. wearing only that necklace. Yeah. So, in a way, know. it is something that does connect her yeah. to Jack. So, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, sure, it was from uh, Cal, it was from her ex, but it, it, she has more of an attachment to it because of what right. she went through with Jack. I think she only Jack wore it For with, Jack, yeah. yeah. Besides the... When he puts it on her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Cal, when he first gives it to her, is putting it on her, her, but yeah. then she just puts it away herself yeah. or something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then she only really wears it, yeah, once for, right. for Jack, mm-hmm. so... I don't know. I guess it, it makes it is weird. It is strange. But if you if you speculate a bit, I think that kind of makes sense. Or you know, she could have been under the. I think I 
when you initially brought this up to kind of um, put out the idea that like it could kind of be traced back to her maybe even if she does try to like if she goes to a pawn shop and tries like this unique piece of jewelry and tries to pawn it or whatever to get money now she could have yeah just given a fake name but like there is a chance that like uh you know cal could have tracked her down that way maybe probably not especially if they lived in different states at that point she was on the west coast at I don't know. She ah. lived the rest of her life in California, I think, yeah. right? Um, mm-hmm. So depending on where she was. Also, if it was after uh, Cal commits suicide in, uh, yeah. in 1929, mm-hmm. uh, that she would be free from him anyway, and then she could have just got rid of it then. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it. I think it's pretty fair to say it's because it's sentimental to her from... Mm-hmm. from through her experience yeah. with Jack. So, yeah. yeah. Never thought about that, but yeah, because it's not like she has the picture that, you know, right. that whole time of her in it that Jack had drawn. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just find it at the beginning of the movie. Um, so, uh, any other thoughts, Ronica? Like, what do you, what do you think of um, the film? Um, well, <laughs> I haven't watched yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah. Well, um, well, you've been uh, definitely one of our most loyal, if not the most loyal, loyal listener for sure. Um, and like you've kind of been watching it through us, yeah. like and how we break it down and stuff. But I, I think, I think it's been about like a hundred episodes since we've had you on last because I think we had you on uh, around minute seventy something um that first time so it's been about a hundred minutes since you've recorded but even where we are now i think the most recent episode that went up was 150 so this is still like ahead of where you are (laughs) listening but uh by many months (laughs) yeah yeah the last time um yeah you were on do you remember what was happening last time when you were on yeah yeah um it was it opened up with Jack running down the stairs or, mm-hmm. yeah, happily walking down the stairs and he went over to where they were in that church service. Yeah, the chapel. Oh, yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Innocent times. Yeah, time really flies. Because, yeah. like, that doesn't feel like it was that long ago. No. But that was, like, over, I think it was, like, minute 72 or something like that, or 73, maybe. Isn't there kind of, I'm just thinking back a couple episodes, me and Mike were reading this terrible article about why Jack and Rose make a terrible couple. Um, And it was, a lot of it was nonsense. Well, one of the points was that Rose shouldn't have needed Jack to save herself, like to save her. Like she should have been able to overcome her abusive relationship on her own. Um, Anyways, but I it just got me thinking, isn't there, like, some fan theories, maybe I'm wrong, that Jack didn't really exist, that mm-hmm. he's just a figment of her yeah, imagination? Okay. Yeah, so, talk. I mean, if you believe in that theory, yeah. she did overcome it on her own, yeah. but... Yeah, but who drew the picture? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Self-portrait. Um, but, yeah, well, actually, that, that kind of... Uh, speaks to that article that we were reading kind of does speak to some of the points you were making 
earlier, Veronica, about it being, like, unrealistic portrayal of love. Because, like, a lot of what it was trying to do was say, like, you know, they never would have made it as a couple. Like, they weren't... Uh, they tried to make the argument that, uh, like, you know, love couldn't exist. Because they only know each other for, like, a little over... Hours. Yeah, like, 48 hours. So... What are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think that they could have been um, a good couple? Like, if they both had survived? I think that... I think that maybe they could have made it for a while. I'm not saying forever. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I do think you can have a connection with someone, like, just over a short period of time. Um, But... It's hard to say whether or not it's going to last, right? Yeah, especially, like, that young and, you know, yeah, she, she, I guess they could have um, bonded over things such as, like, you know, him having a lower status than her and her and her mom are starting to struggle and... Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, but well, it's funny you um, bring that up because me and Mike were even thinking that her and Jack had more in common than her and Cal. Yeah, because her and Jack, like, they both shared a love for art, and mm-hmm. even though he died and we don't know what his life would have been like, uh, you know, at the end of the film, when you're kind of going through Rose's pictures you see that she did a lot of things in her life that her and Jack talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, versus her and Cal, who don't seem to have anything in common that we can see in the film. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't, it's hard to know if someone is going to last forever. Um, but mm-hmm. th- this article was just terrible. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think, necessarily that yeah you know they wouldn't have been good together at all yeah they- i just think that um you know life can be a struggle sometimes and maybe you know rose being with a man at the time that was potentially i'm not saying that he was going to struggle but maybe he would have we don't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and her struggling as well um, because mm. it would have been different if yes. they both survived, oh, definitely. right? Because mm-hmm. then she wouldn't have necessarily, well, I mean, she might have, she might have went on to pretend like she was, you know, someone else, mm-hmm. as she did, taking yeah. Dawson exactly. on the last day, but yeah. exactly. I just think, um, yeah, I've, I've grown of a, a little bit of a speculation like it, it yeah. could just as easily have played out like a fairy tale or it could have yeah, yeah like ended you know shortly thereafter one thing that you know to think about too is like if she did end up back with uh, cal um 
he wouldn't have kept her that financially stable for that long either because well uh cuz in the stock market crash uh, in 1929 it you know she explains that you know all of his interests lost money and stuff so he he committed suicide so like that relationship wouldn't have necessarily work mm-hmm. well it definitely wouldn't have worked out like if he yeah. if they stayed I don't together think that would have worked out well at all exactly <laughs> like she obviously was never happy with him to begin with but then like if she did end up because we watched you know the minute when she's on the carpathia and um cal almost finds her like he goes looking for her and he doesn't spot her like he, he's trying to find her amongst all of the steerage passenger survivors um and she kind of hides from him, but like if he had found her, like it would have started the whole tragic cycle over again, and then she would have been stuck in this relationship with him because he would assert possession over her, yeah. and uh, so that wouldn't have ended uh, well I mean, at, at all. At that point, though, with like how he was shooting at them, it's yeah, like, exactly. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't looking for her. No, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think she was looking for possession. Definitely. But I yeah, so I think he was more so interested in, hey, I want my diamond back, but I think he also wouldn't mind possessing Rose either, right? Like he would have liked to yeah. uh, be in control of her as well and say, "Hey, look at my pretty young wife, everyone." You know. Well, I um, think too he'd be like, "Well, you know, good thing you're here. I can save you and yeah. you know be a little uh, white knight mm-hmm. for her yeah. and make her feel like, guilty oh, probably he might care for me and then yeah her, like, and, and he probably yeah make her feel guilty about what he what she did to him and stuff but again th- that's all speculation as well too but because that's not what happens. Well, but, we yeah. like to speculate. We sure do. <laughs> uh, one other question um, I want to get your opinion on. I know it's been a while since you've seen the movie, and you probably didn't see too much of it here, but how do you feel about uh, Brock, Bill Baxton's character, and Elizabeth? Do you feel anything between them? Uh, between, like, uh, Brock, who is the leader of this expedition looking for the diamonds and uh rose's granddaughter do you feel did you feel anything between them in that short little oh, yeah. moment right oh, yeah. yeah mike is trying so hard i to ship them, them. <laughs> <laughs> i ship them as a couple i think that they they had they definitely have chemistry there's like so many subtle yeah. little glances between them and yeah that's mm-hmm. that's how i felt and you felt it just well, in that little uh like 10 seconds that I, you saw them together i remember thinking that before though, like oh, yeah. when I've watched it, and then um, I think just in re- the recaps that you guys have done, mm-hmm. I think you guys kind of touched yeah, on it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you think of it, you can almost say that it kind of parallels the romance between Rose and Jack because Jack was an adventurer; he's an adventurer, mm-hmm. um, and then she, you know, kind of kind of comes from, uh, you know, um, not, I don't know, Rose was a successful actress, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely an actress of sorts. Correctly. Yeah. So she kind of comes still from a family that is somewhat well off, and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Could be. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, um, I guess, yeah, that's... And they're on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> they're on a boat, yeah. They're on a boat, uh pretty much uh where the titanic went down so yeah <laughs> romance in the air yeah but uh yeah i guess that uh should just about do us for this episode thanks so much ronica for letting us call yeah, you and talk you. yeah this thank was you awesome for inviting me back on yeah no we definitely wanted to big get fan, you in yeah, we know you are. Yeah, we. I didn't want to uh, wrap the podcast up without getting you on uh, one more time. So, yeah, we're we're gonna be finishing it tonight. We're gonna record the last uh, bit of the podcast tonight. So, mm-hmm. yeah, really exciting. So weird. It feels so weird to be yeah. ending a podcast, but uh, that's that's what this was always going to be, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but thanks again. Uh, love you love you love you too we'll uh we'll uh talk talk to you soon (laughs) i keep getting the uh all of our podcast uh intros and uh outros sign offs uh mixed up but uh no i meant to do that on purpose so yeah talk to you talk to you soon talk to you soon (laughs) bye love you bye bye love you all righty yeah well, um, yeah. Bye. If that's all. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. See you in a minute.